Good morning. This is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you again with sharing the Word of God. And today, this is our Bible study. We're going to be talking about how we think, the mind, and how we think. One of the things that when Jesus came to the earth, he was here to present the kingdom of God. And he was here to present the kingdom of God to a people that had been taught the word of God that had been passed down by Moses unto the people. And at the time that Jesus was here, the Pharisees and the scribes were pretty much doing the teachings that they had learned from uh, Moses and from the prophets. But Jesus was here to present that kingdom of God by himself because he was the son of God incarnate. And so when he came to the earth, his main thing was that whenever you've lived, I don't care where you live now or wherever, um, United States or any other country, you may know uh, the teachings of the Bible, but you also take on some of the concepts of the culture that you live in. So this may be the the teachings of that culture, or it may be things that you learn from your family, traditions that you pass down, traditions that your culture passed down. But when Jesus came, he was coming and he wasn't, he wasn't presenting uh, culture. He was presenting what he had seen and he had heard and had been taught by his father up in heaven. So whenever um, you are presenting the kingdom of God, the number one thing is that your mind needs to be uh, transformed. In Romans 12 and 1, it says, I beseech thee, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice that's holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So the thing about us as human beings is that we have a self-will about us. We know what we want to do, when we want to do it, and how we want to do it. And we follow the, the, the rules and the regulations for the most part of our culture. But when it comes to how we think, we we may accept those things that are in the culture and try to follow the, the laws, the man-made laws. But ultimately on the inside is the spirit that's within us. How are we gonna how are we gonna operate? How are we gonna think? Or are we just gonna go by what's on the inside of us? Will we conform to what the law says? Will we conform to the rules and the regulations on our jobs? But when there's a conforming to the word of God The word of God brings about an order and it brings about an order that comes that is designed and comes from God. And it helps us if we follow that order. It helps us in in the decisions and the choices that we make in the everyday world that we live in. So what Jesus wanted to do was to bring about a way of thinking inside of us that would conform with those principles and those guidelines that are in alignment with with heaven that are in line with what the doctrine of God is 
the beliefs, those convictions that God has, the the teachings of how we ought to relate to each other, the principles that we ought to live by, those choices that we make here on earth. So that's what God, that's what Jesus was was presenting. He was presenting the kingdom of God. And then when we line up with the doctrine of God, the principles of God, the teachings of God, then things that are here on the earth begin to change and begin to shift. That's a key following God in obedience unto his word. So it's a choice whether you will present your body as it says in Romans 1 12 and 1 is an urgency that the apostle Paul is giving unto it, the, uh, anybody who is listening to him that he urges you therefore and he's talking to the brethren but I said before in teachings that anybody can anybody is a brother when we're human beings here but there is a brethren that's in the body of Christ that when we uh, take Jesus on as our personal savior, then we need to. And if you be, if you believe that he is the son of God and that he shed his blood for the remission of your sins, then you you are brethren. And so we're supposed to be conformed in the image of Christ. We're supposed to be trying to live by these standards, by these principles, even though it may not be popular in our culture. So it's a choice if you present your body as a living sacrifice, meaning that, okay, I'm going to lay down my way, as it says in Romans 12, uh, chapter 12, verse 1. I'm presenting my body a living sacrifice and use a living sacrifice mean that, God, I'm laying down myself on the altar of God. God, I'm going to do this thing your way. And God, whether other folks think I'm righteous or not, that's their that's their choice. But God, if I know I'm doing what you told me to do, God, and my works are going to be acceptable to you. If I'm trying to live by this word of God, if I'm trying to do what God is saying, that I'm trying to love my God and then I'm also loving my neighbor, I, that's, that's, that's a reasonable service unto God. So Jesus was here to present the kingdom of God and to change mindsets. He came up against opposition throughout the Bible and then you will come up through opposition throughout the Bible but that's not what you're supposed to be cons- uh, throughout your world that's not what you have to be concerned about what you got to be concerned about is that you walk consistently with the word of God and that you are pleasing unto him he says in Romans 12 2 it says be not conformed to this world meaning don't don't take on the attitudes of the world but take on the attitudes of God, take on the attitudes, the uh, principles, the teachings, the beliefs of his word. Be ye not trans, be ye transformed, mean be changed by the renewing of your mind. So when you renew your mind, that's when you are, are seeking to study his word. There's a renewal coming to you that when you fellowship with one another of like faith, a renewal comes to you. You think about in the natural. When we've had a day and we've worked all day, bodies are tired. Sometimes we come home irritated because if we've been at work, sometimes that job gets on our last nerves. 
Sometimes we can have somebody can you can have a good day and somebody else can have a bad day and they set you off on a bad day. And you think about all the, the, the getting stuck in traffic and all these long lines that we have to work, wait in sometimes and it gets on your last nerve. The They, they had a song out saying that um, telephone disconnect, waiting on my next paycheck, baby needs a pair of shoes and my light bill too. So all of these things combined can just really get on your last nerve. But usually, just like a baby who's cranky, when that baby gets something to eat and that baby goes to sleep, he wakes up renewed the next the next time he gets up. It's the same with us as adults and stuff. So we renew our minds with the Word of God. Just like we put that body to bed at night, we go to sleep, we get some rest. And overall, we get up the next day, we're ready to kick it again and do what we got to do. So the Word of God, it transforms you. It makes you, uh, when you put that Word of God in you, it renews your mind. That you can prove what is good. I'm talking in Romans 12 and 2. What is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So when we renew our minds and when we seek that fellowship with God. Fellowship by studying, being around those who are of like faith. And in this COVID-19 world, you may have to look your stuff up on the internet. You may have to look at podcasts, but we need to be connected one to the other so that we can continue to be renewed day by day by day by day by day. Every day that you get up, you got a fresh, you got a fresh new mercy that, that God has available right for you. So, we look and we see that we, he wants that transformation of our minds and he wants us to conform to the doctrine that was given by uh, uh, that was given to him by God. He, he walked like God. Jesus talked like God. He acted like God because that's all he knew. And so we need to get to the point where when we study the scriptures of God, it's not that we are just studying the scriptures of God. We can quote the scriptures and all that stuff, but God wants us to get beyond quoting scriptures. God wants us to ultimately become the scripture so that we get so enveloped in his word that that thing meshes in your DNA so bad that you got DNA of, of biblical scriptures running all throughout your body and then when when you get the word of God grounded in you so deep inside then those that that doctrine becomes out in your behavior that doctrine comes out in your character that doctrine comes out in your speech do you always get it right you may not always get it right at some days because like I said you down here in this human body but the thing about when you got Christ in you that hope of glory when you mess up the Holy Ghost is going to remind you that you you did wrong the Holy Ghost is going to bring it right up to you the moments you do wrong as a Christian pretty much oftentimes you know it 99% of the time you know when you have done wrong because you you feel this this uh, the unction speaking to you on the inside you feel the Holy Ghost speaking speaking to you and telling you, you know, that wasn't right. Sometimes we don't want to admit it, but God tells you right then and there, you know, that wasn't right. And then you got to go back and change it. You got to have scriptures got to be in you. Scriptures got to be alive in you. Scriptures have to come out of you. And then you need to make a course correction when you know you have done wrong. In Philippians uh, chapter two, 
it it talks about how um, it was being taught by Paul saying you need to be like minded. And Philippians uh, chapter two, starting at the verse two, there's a portion that says, be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. So if we let me let me let me jump back before I go to that and let me go to James one and eight first. It says in James one and eight, it says that a double minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So well, the one thing that God wants us to do is to come over and cross over to the other side. You would see Jesus teaching a lot and they would be traveling in ships. Usually something would have happened beforehand. Uh, in his teaching, some miracle would have tr- have transpired, and I always saw that whenever that word came up, let us cross over to the other side. That from the teachings that were spiritual, um, the teachings that might have been a teaching, a parable, or something of that nature, God, Jesus would say, "Let us cross over to the other side to see if you had, if you could pick up on those things that he had taught, and then can you use what he taught." To teach you how to use it in your everyday life. Can you apply the teachings of the word of God to the everyday life? Can you cross over to the other side in the way that you think? Can you come out of carnal way of thinking? Because we live down here in this world and we know how to we know how to live by sin. We know how to have fun. We know how to do what we want to do in our flesh. But the question is, is can you come over to the other side and think in terms of the way that Jesus would think so he wants us to get rid of this double mindset the double mindset when we have a double mindset sometimes we'll walk it out by faith faith in the word of God faith in the belief of God but other times we'll walk it out in our flesh no we'll look at the circumstances around us we'll look at how things are projected and how things look and then we'll choose according to that we'll choose and make our decisions upon how we feel but what God wants us to do is to come in to a conformity when we make up our mind that we're going to serve God and we're going to serve his doctrine. And I know that all of us have been there where we've made those choices like that. But God says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So now I want to go to Philippians chapter 2 and then verse number 2 because what we see in in Jesus Christ is that he said that in Philippians 2 verse 2 Paul is saying that be like-minded because this is the teaching be like-minded just like Christ having the same love being of one accord and one mind so as we come together as believers that unity that was seen with Jesus Christ and God that's the same unity that we ought to have in common with all of us, whether we're in the church of this here or the church of ABC or the church of XYZ123, the body of Christ needs to be unified. We may not all agree on everything, but when it comes to the standard of the word of God, there ought to be an agreement amongst us. And as we out here doing podcasts and we're teaching the word of God, and as you are out there in e-churches and um, on the Internet and listening to all these podcasts and stuff, we are all brethren in Christ. And then let me add, because I believe that it needs to be said during this time, whether we're black, white, brown, 
any other color that you can come up with. We are we are humans. We are the body of Christ and there needs to be unity and there needs to be love shared abroad from us all. And we need to be spreading that love out there into this world, especially at this time. So getting back to what I was saying in Philippians, it says to the mind that was in Jesus, we need to be like minded, having the same love that he had. Jesus had the love of God in him and he was in one accord with the father so we need to be in one accord we need to be of one mind and then it says in verse three let nothing be done through strife or vain glory so we need to not be trying to we do things because we're upset with each other but we do things in love we don't seek our own glory but we seek the glory of God who is above And then it says, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem the other better than themselves. So we need to humble down and look at the needs of each other and try to watch out for the welfare of our brethren. And our brethren needs to watch out for for the welfare of the person uh, opposite of himself. So if we humble down and we do that, that's the showing of the love of God. It says to look not every man on his own things. Don't just consider what's happening with you. I remember a time when people used to have gardens and they would grow stuff in the garden. And then they would take it and they would share it with some of the other people in the community who might not have had. I remember when people would take foods, especially to old people, and say, here, sister so-and-so, here's something for you. I got something for you. That's showing the love. I remember a time when um, the, what is it? Uh, it takes a village to raise a child. The village used to raise the children and stuff. Cause at that time you could go from house to house and, and you would be safe. I know that our culture has changed now, but it's still the same. We still need to find ways to show that our community is together and that we're reflective of the love of Jesus Christ. We're reflected of this mindset that was in Jesus that ought to also be in us. So he says to look, I'm still in Philippians chapter two, verse number four. It says, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So if we can't do it the way we used to do it and times have changed, you find somebody that you can reach out to, or you find somebody how you can share your faith with them and you can lift them up, somebody who is down. And so you can still show the love of Christ. Let this mind In verse number five, Philippians chapter two, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So this, this mind said, this were these were the things that were in Christ. He was like-minded like God. He had the same love as God. He was in one accord with God. He didn't do anything. He didn't try to come up against God. He didn't try to seek his own glory. He lifted up God. He looked on, he, he looked not every man on his own. He wasn't looking at himself as him being um, the, the, the savior of the son, but he, was, he looked at himself as a servant down here to serve mankind. 
So this was the mind that was in Christ Jesus. And so Paul is saying in Philippians, let this mind be in you. Be ye transformed, like it says in Romans, by the renewing of your mind. So let 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 the word of God come in and pour over you. Let God come in and let God minister to you. When you're feeling depressed, read the word of God. I remember a time when I just I was so depressed and down and out. I remember thinking to myself, I'm so so down and out. I felt real, real bad that day. And then I I, I thought about we ought to leap for joy. We ought to leap for joy. I thought, okay. I literally, and I'm overweight, I literally got in the mirror and started jumping up and down because I was literally leaping for joy, just jumping, jumping. And you know that a fat person can't jump. But it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life. I looked in that mirror. I looked absolutely ridiculous. But do you know that that broke that spirit of depression off of me because I was able to laugh. And whatever was getting me down that day, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that deep. But God, there, there was laughter in it. That was my breakthrough that day. Just literally taking the scriptures. I, I, I just took it literally and that's what I did. Okay? It worked for me. But God wants to minister to us and then you need to pour that word of God into you. You can pour the word of God into you as you fellowship with Christ and you begin to hear the word speaking back to you off the page. You can, I can sometimes read the word of God and I can hear the word of God being preached to me. Hallelujah. And I'll say, amen in a minute. Amen. Just like Jesus is right here talking to me. Oh, God is right here talking to me. The word of God gets good to me just like that. But so we need to have the mind of Christ. We need to be renewed in our mind. We need to not be double-minded and and not vacillate so much going back and forth. Don't you know, I I saw so many times when God would take care of me uh, through things and stuff. I used to worry. This was years ago, but I got to the point where I stopped worrying because I saw God work things out. And then when you come up against obstacles, if one door of opportunity says no, God got some more doors out there. Find them. That's just the way that I look at it and stuff. Satan wants us to look at things being so deep. It ain't that deep. We just have to trust in God and, and find a way. So, let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be in you. Let the doctrine be in you. So once you've studied and you come across people as you grow in your faith and you hear the word of God being teached, if you are pouring this word of God into you, you're changing your mindset. When you come across people teaching, you will know if they've been sent by God. Because you're going to study the doctrine for yourself and you need to study the word of God for yourself. So you can find out whether this be of God or it's not. John chapter 7 verse 16 says, Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, of which we've already talked about that. And the doctrine that he was teaching, he was teaching the principles, the convictions, the teachings of God. He says in John Uh, Chapter 7, verse 16, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God 
or whether I speak of myself, that's 17. So if you've been studying in the word of God and then you, you run into another um, believer or you run into a preacher or anybody that's teaching the word of God, if you know the word of God, you will know when the doctrine of God is being teached. And you need to safeguard that because there can be some people who come in and they sound just like angels. But they take in parts of scripture and intermingle, intermingling it with customs and traditions and it might not end up being the pure word of God but it says if any man will do his will he shall know of the doctrine whether it would be of God or whether I speak of myself you're going to know that will because you've studied the word of God you're going to know it if you're walking in the will of God yourself because the Holy Ghost is going to speak to you when something is off. You might not know what. And sometimes we say something told me something ain't quite right. But then God will speak and God will tell you when something is not quite right because Christ in you, the hope of glory, that Holy Ghost will speak and it'll lead you, it'll guide you, it'll talk to you and it'll tell you when something is kind of off. It says in verse 18, John 7, 18, He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that seeketh his glory, meaning God's glory, that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him, because he's trying to do the will of God. So I pretty much have gone my time, and this Bible study about the mindset, let this mind of Christ be in you, the teachings about how we think. I hope that something was poured out into you this morning that's going to be of benefit and that will help you or whenever you hear this teaching. So I thank you for sharing with me in this broadcast and I hope that you will share my my teachings with somebody else because um, we just want the God's word to spread around the world. So I thank you for those of you who listen to me and those of you who share uh, my broadcast, you really do not know how much I appreciate it. I really thank you. So you have a blessed day until we meet again and be victorious in Christ Jesus. And it's going to be a great day. Be blessed. I love you and thank you. Bye bye.